Creating business isn't about doing hashtag all the things. It's about doing the right thing at the right time to create systems for success. Welcome to the Master the Sales Game podcast. Each week, I'll be sharing specific strategies, tactics, and practical know-how from myself and other successful business owners, helping you grow and scale your business. I'm your host, Susan McVeigh, helping you master the sales game and sell with more ease without the sleaze. I'm excited to have you here. Thanks for spending time with me today. Now, let's get started. Hey, I'm super excited for you to be back for this episode. We're talking all about high or low, high or low, high or low. And so if you have been debating this dilemma, maybe for your very own business, you're in for a treat because I'm going to break down kind of the main benefits for each one of these and when you might be thinking about having a high ticket offer or a low ticket offer and why I think you actually need to have both. But we're going to flip the funnel on this one and I'm going to share with you what I think that you need to do first, especially if you are newer in your business or you have a smaller audience. So even if you've been established in business, maybe you've been offline in a traditional brick and mortar, doing more analog style, and now you're going digital and going more online, I'm gonna tell you why uh, high ticket is the way that I want you to go. So let's dive in deep for this particular episode. Now, um, this is exactly what I help my clients with inside of Sales Mastery Society. If this is an area that you need some additional help and support with, details will be below in the show notes, but you wanna come and join us as soon as the doors open again for salesmasterysociety.com, okay? So this is the age old debate. It's almost as, as uh, popular a topic as how much do I charge? <laughs> that is like the number one question that I get all the time is around pricing, which is why when you go back and you listen to uh, all the different episodes that I have, you'll hear there's a lot of episodes around pricing, objections around pricing, like how do you charge, that kind of stuff. So here is the next most common topic, especially right now, there's a lot of back and forth with the things that are going on in the economy, the things that have shifted in the way that we do business to allow us to help our clients even more. So let's break down uh, let's start with low ticket first, okay? So when I say low ticket, it means that there's a lower price point. There's a lower barrier to entry for your prospects and your ideal clients to start working with you. Uh, depending on your industry or your niche, this value is going to vary. So I'm actually not gonna give you a set price point um, for the, the coaching and consulting world. For the most part, I'm gonna use $2,000 as like our high ticket break point, okay? But this is not a judgment. This is, a, this is just so that I can set an arbitrary number. So you define low ticket and high ticket however you need to for your own business. So if that's $1,000, great. If it is less than that, great. If it's more than that and it's like $10,000, great. Okay, so the numbers are just arbitrary for the purposes of us being able to have this conversation at hand. So when I'm talking about low ticket, it is a lower price point. It, are, it is things and programs and offers that typically have a lower level of uh, involvement from you. They are things that are more self-study or um, that fall into the category of passive income. Now, passive income is a misnomer, meaning that it's not really that passive. You still have to do work, but relative to the output, the return, it's a lot less work, 
It's a lot less work upfront so that you can continue to reap the rewards over and over and over again, but that requires some additional moving pieces in order to be able to do this. So when we look at low ticket, how do you enable your sales strategies to really work with this? So we're not going to dive into how I want you to sell low ticket. What I want you to understand is whether or not a low ticket business model is the one that you need to focus on right now. And then we can dive into what is the customized sales strategy that will enable you to implement this as with as much ease as possible. So the main thing is that with lower ticket and lower priced products and offers, you need to make a lot more sales to generate the same kind of volume of income, right? So if you wanted to sell uh, or reach a $10,000 um, monthly income, and let's just say for round numbers, you're selling a $50 product. That means that every single month in order for you to reach your $10,000 goal, you would need to sell 200 units at $50 a piece. So if you have a smaller audience, if you only have 10 or 50 or 100 people in your audience right now, or even you know a matter of 500 people, getting 200 sales every single month, because this is about making you consistent income, is going to be a challenge. You will not have the volume of numbers in order to help support that goal. So from that perspective, if you have a smaller audience, if you have uh, fewer connections, if you don't have a list of subscribers that meets that criteria, your conversion numbers are going to be challenged to support you selling lower priced products and services in order to hit a larger income goal. So that's the first consideration. The second part is that it's more hands-off. So that means that if you don't want to spend a lot of time in your business on an ongoing basis, now here's the thing, with low priced products and services, you still have to create the thing. You still have to make it and set it up and test and tweak it. So there's a lot more upfront work, but less so as time goes on. However, there's still work. So let's be clear on that. <laughs> you can't just uh, you know turn a dial and then all of a sudden it magically turns on and you're good to go. This is something where you're going to invest the time up front, be able to make sure that it works, and then you're going to test and tweak because things may go bump in the night. Now, from that perspective, though, it can be very attractive because if you have lots of things happening or um, you can carve out a piece of time right now, but it's not something that you want to invest in all the time as you move forward in your business and your life, then doing low, low priced products and, and low ticket offers can be very attractive because of that hands-off nature. They typically are things that are more um, self-directed, meaning that your clients are going to take hold of the thing. So books is a great example. Memberships is a great example. But there's lots of different things that you might be able to provide that are a combination and maybe not as hands-off as you would like, but it still means that you don't have to be in the business every single day, all day long. Okay, so that can be very appealing if you don't want to have to spend hours and hours. If you don't want to work full time in the business on an ongoing basis, then selling low ticket can definitely help support that kind of lifestyle. The third point is it's a little bit more complicated in terms of the technology and the setup. It doesn't have to be super complex, but there are more steps. There are more steps involved in order to help support the volume of what's happening. Because I'm going to tell you, uh, as your sales mentor, I do not want you to set up something where you have to actively service a low ticket product and be manually involved with every single step of that sales process. 
that would be torturous. You need to make sure that you have automation in place in order to communicate on a large scale to support the volume that you need. So if we go back to that first example, where in order to achieve a $10,000 monthly income goal, selling a $50 product, you need 200 sales. Well, what do you need to have in place in order to enable you to have 200 sales going through month in and month out? Because when we do the math on that one, friend, 200 sales over a month is about seven sales a day, right? So for, let's break that down, about an hour, one an hour. So if you wanted to see one sale an hour going through, what would need to happen? You would need to have uh, some kind of electronic um, store, right? Like an e-commerce store. You would need to have a shopping cart system attached to that store. You would need to have a processor to enable payments. You would need to make sure that there's some kind of delivery for them to get the product or service. If you're doing physical products, it's going to be a little bit more complex. If you're doing digital services, you still need to make sure that you deliver the good that they're getting access to and that you communicate all of this. So all of this needs to go bang, 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 bang. Right? So I want you to think when you buy things through, let's say Amazon, what is the process that you walk through in order to go from I'm interested, I've purchased, and then I get the thing that I actually want. So keep that in mind, because if you are not particularly tech savvy, or if you are not really good at all of these different pieces, you're going to need to get help, you will need to hire support, or you'll need to give yourself more time to be able to train yourself up and to be able to have the skills that will allow you to test and tweak and make sure that all of this is running smoothly because I'm going to tell you, you do not want to set up a low ticket funnel and then have all 200 people not get the thing that they want because you're going to be dealing with a customer service headache with refunds and returns and just extra inquiries. What about this? And how do I get access to that? You do not want to deal with all of that if you are not able to support that kind of business, right? So then on the flip side, let's start talking about high ticket, high ticket offers and high ticket opportunities. So again, I'm going to talk about $2,000 and up, but you can price it however you want to. So if we use the same example of trying to get $10,000 as your monthly income, if you are selling a higher priced offer, $2,000 or more. So if we use $2,000, you now only need five sales per month, five sales per month which means that if you have a smaller audience, if you have 10 to start off with, if you have 50, 100, even 200 people in your audience, you could probably make sales every single month as you continue to grow your audience on a really small scale that is doable for you in a consistent way without any harm. Like it's gonna be quite easy for you. This is exactly what I did to build my uh, six-figure business within six months with a wait list. So this wasn't just one and done. I had a wait list before I hit six figures and I maintained that wait list even after I stopped doing one-on-ones. I actually had to go back and say, I'm sorry, but I'm not taking any more one-on-one clients. I'm actually canceling the service for those that were actually waiting for me. So the reason why I was able to do this with zero audience, zero list, zero connections, like nobody even knew I was running a business, including myself, If you've missed that story, go back and listen to that. Uh, We'll link that up in the show notes below. But um, the reason why I decided to go for higher priced offers was because 
it was the easiest way for me to generate the kind of income that I wanted with the size of audience and the community that I had. And then I continue to want to cultivate in my business and in my life. And so I focused more on conversion rates as opposed to uh, focusing on a quantity of leads. And we'll talk about this in, an, uh, in the next episode that's coming up. So here's the three main things on the flip side for our high ticket offers, okay? Okay, so number one, smaller numbers. You need way fewer people and way fewer people in your audience and way fewer buyers in order to make this happen. Because like I just shared with you with that example, in order for you to make $10,000 selling a $2,000 offer versus a $50 offer, you only need to find five buyers, five clients that will say yes to you instead of 200. So that's my preferred way, especially if you are just starting off or you're transitioning from offline to online and you're just not sure how your message will land or your offer is shifting slightly in order to better serve your online community or you need to just make a change because what you're focusing on is going to look very different. So the quantity that you need goes down, okay? But you're not sacrificing quality because of the quantity. In, in fact, I believe that you're doing the opposite because point number two, you have the opportunity to provide a much more personal touch, right? now. Could you do this for your low ticket? Yes, you could. Do I recommend it? No, I don't. Because especially when you don't have team support, it can burn you out. Like that is a lot of work and effort to do for not as much of a payoff. And truthfully, you may find that the impact that you're making with your clients is just not as big. And so I would rather that you focus your time and attention and the access to you, the, that high touch personal level on your higher priced offers. And that means that those individuals are going to get more of you. They're going to get more personalization. They're going to get more customization and they're going to get more handholding and accountability in order to help them across the finish line. That means better results for them, better results for you. It means less selling overall, because if you have a happy customer that has moved through your highest program, chances are they're either going to keep retaining that business with you, or they're going to move to other offers as they finish up the main deliverable that you've just promised them. I've had several clients that have moved through one-on-one uh, -on -one and then moved through some of my other programs or they've come through other programs and they just have continued on with me. Um, I'm going to give a shout out to, to quite a number of them who have been with me just about since the very beginning. Linda, Lee Min, Kylie, uh, Ebony. Uh, I know that you guys have been with me for a very, very long time, and I'm grateful. And part of the reason is because when you look at giving people a higher touch, more personalized experience, they are more loyal and you build better relationships. It's one of the reasons why I highly recommend starting or having some kind of a high ticket offer in your offerings. Um, so that's number two, right? That personal touch. And so especially if you're introverted like me, that may be really, really appealing to you, but it does mean that the interaction is more intensive because you are more invested and they're more invested in you. You are definitely paying closer attention. And so depending on how you operate, you may need to really think through the boundaries that you put together in your business. I know that's something I had to revisit in my business when I first started. I was just giving, 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 giving. And even though I had the right policies and procedures, and you know, office hours set and all that kind of stuff, I wasn't sticking to it because I love my clients and I realized that giving more of me 
is actually a detriment to them. I have to empower them to be able to do for themselves uh, more than I do for them. And that is the beauty and the brilliance of being a coach and a mentor and allowing other people to step into their own good and step into their own power. Number three, it's low tech. It is as low tech as you can go. Now, I'm sure you're thinking, well, are you sure? Because when I spend thousands of dollars, like if I'm spending $2,000 or more, or whatever is the equivalent for your market, I, ooh, I'm i not sure that I would be okay with all, like just no low tech. So I'm going to share with you a story of how my first few sales went in order to bust that myth, to bust that myth, because I want you to think about point number one, smaller numbers, and number two, more personalized touch and relationship in order to substantiate what I'm sharing around low tech. Now, I have had clients who have asked me and have come to me because they're fiddling with their websites. Is that you? Setting up another website, setting up another web page, fiddling with some tech thing because you think that's the way that your clients are going to find you and how you're getting clients? I'm going to ask you right now to be honest with yourself. The last client that you actually got as a paying client, did they come from your website? Chances are the answer is going to be no. Like nine times out of 10, when I ask a client this, they look sheepish and then they realize, no, they didn't come from my website. They came from some kind of personal interaction, whether that was a referral, whether that was networking at a um, in-person event or a virtual event, going through social media groups like a Facebook group or through somebody that they already know. So here's the thing. When people already know, like, and trust you and you give them a guided way for them to be able to, to work with you and pay for you, um, pay for your services, they don't need all the fancy bells and whistles of like, click this button and go here. And then here you're going to get this welcome email and do all of this kind of stuff. They're going to trust that I'm doing business with you and you know who I am. And I know that you're going to take care of me and that I've been able to either see you face to face or hear from you. And you're going to make sure that I'm looked after. And so the first, gosh, I will say probably the first 10 clients that I worked with privately one-to-one -one in my VIP programs, I did not have any special technology. All I had set up was my Acuity calendar link so that I could have my sales calls with them using Zoom. Um, I had a, a, a payment button, which really was just me going into PayPal and either sending them a link or I would enter that information into Stripe directly while we were on our Zoom call. And then I would send out an email confirmation with the details and their client onboarding workbook. It was all manual. Now, I, I did end up automating this process, but for a long time, the first five to 10, I sent these out. I just did it while I was on the calls with individuals. And I sold, gosh, that, my first six figures in my business was with very, very minimal types of technology. Uh, so again, I'll repeat that. I had my Acuity scheduler, and we'll have the links below so that you can grab those for yourself as well if you don't have one. So Acuity, I love because it directly integrates with Zoom. So that was the other piece of technology so that I could actually see them face-to-face -face for our sales calls and um, have a, a, an open conversation. I would ha have a PayPal me link 
so that I could quickly grab that for the amount that they needed to pay. If they were ready to go on the call, I would shoot that in the chat and they would go ahead and click that. And if they didn't want to use PayPal, then they would just read off their credit card and I would enter that into Stripe, which I use as my payment, other payment processor. And then once all of that was done and I scheduled our uh, first few calls on our calendar, I sent them off an email confirmation with all of the details and their client onboarding workbook that they needed to fill out before our first actual call. That's it. That's it. And so right now, if you are uh, ripping out your hair or you're banging your head against the wall because you have to set up yet another funnel and create an email sequence and put together a landing page or you're fiddling with your website once again because it's not quite right, I'm here to tell you, friend, that for high ticket, you do not need to do that because you are the mechanism that is doing the selling. You are the one that's doing the explaining and you are the one that's creating that that opportunity and that relationship. And so at the end of the day, the, the reason why the person is buying is not because they can click the button and move through, but because you are helping them. You. And that is why I teach um, a framework that's called Flip the Funnel. And that's why in case you didn't already know, you couldn't have already gathered, I want you, if you haven't already, I want you to start with a high ticket offer. It doesn't have to be a lot. It can be one single offer. And I encourage you to do that because when you can, you'll see that with the numbers, if you wanted to make $10,000, even if your highest price offer is $500, $500, okay? So if we're looking at 10,000 and I'm pulling out my calculator right now to do the math for you. So if you wanted to do $10,000 and you wanted to sell something for $500, you would need 20 people. That's a heck of a lot smaller than 200. Heck of a lot smaller, right? Could you find 20 people? Maybe. Some of you, it's a hell yes, right? And so when you think about those numbers, it is much easier for you to have some breathing space and some room to then start to create things that can service people at the lower level that is a low ticket offer. Too often I see this being done the opposite way. And what ends up happening is you're burnt out, you're frustrated, and you are overwhelmed by all of the things that need to be put in place in order for you to have just a break in income so that you can actually do the things that you need to do. I teach Flip the Funnel because it, as an expert, as a coach, a consultant, somebody who has a high level of expertise in the thing that you do, you do not have to prove yourself to anybody. There are people who are waiting for you right this very minute. Yes, even now in this economy, I have been able to sell thousands upon thousands of dollars worth of services simply because I connect with the right people. I know what the value is. I know what the transformation is that I'm going to give them as a result. And I'm able to articulate this in a way that gives them confidence and allows me to guide them expertly as the leader for them. I want that for you in your business as well. And so when you're able to do this, you can see the power of flipping the funnel that you need fewer numbers, higher quality folks, so that you can make your income goals faster. And then imagine you have $10,000 in the bank. Yes, you have to service those clients, but it's doing work that you already love to do anyways, right? And, and then you can create the eBooks, the programs, the mini courses, all the other things that you have bustling through your brain right now, but you need time to create it. More importantly, you need money. You need money to be able to pay your bills and to pay yourself. 
so that you actually are able to give yourself the space to think through things without feeling desperate, without having pressure, and without being overwhelmed by, oh my gosh, how am I going to get this done? So that you can actually hire somebody to do some of the things that aren't in your area of, of genius. So friend, we've gone over a lot of stuff here. <laughs> so here's the thing, high or low, it depends. You've already heard my preference for you is that if you don't already have something that is on the high side to implement at least one, generate as much income as you can to hit your income target, and then start to fill in the gaps with your lower price offers. This is exactly what I help my clients with. It's exactly what uh, so many of my brilliant clients have been able to do inside of Sales Mastery Society. Um, you would have heard from Ebony before. Ebony has been able to sell out her one-on-one programs as well as her now um, product line because she has implemented some, some body products and those are selling like hotcakes. Now she didn't start off selling the, pro the body products. She followed my example. She knew what it was in her product suite that she wanted with all the different types of coaching and services and things that she wanted to create. I mean, she's about to launch, I think her health journal. So again, that's a low ticket offer. It complements the things that she's doing on the high ticket side with her customized coaching. But she started with the customized coaching because that allows her to develop her program, to make sure that she's speaking to the right person, that she's got as much income in as possible, and she loves what she does. She loves the actual coaching. So I'm not saying that your high ticket offer has to be coaching. I'm saying that whatever is the highest level that you want to work with individuals, really take a look and see, how can you incorporate this? How can you sell this right now? It doesn't have to be a lot and it doesn't have to be forever because I'm gonna tell you that your business model will depend and what you wanna sell over the long term may not be the thing that you're selling right here in this moment and that is totally okay. Both things are totally appropriate for where you are in your business. It just depends on where you are in your business. And I would encourage you right now, if you're debating the high, low question is, number one, do you have at least one high ticket offer? Number two, have you achieved your income goal? And number three, do you have the bandwidth and the audience size to be able to support the low ticket in order for you to hit your income goals? Okay, so I hope this was helpful for you. If you want to know exactly what I did in order to flip my funnel and the exact steps that I walked through in order to create those first six figures in my business, I'm gonna recommend that you come and grab my free gift to you, my six figure in six month blueprint. Come and grab that below and I'll walk you through the exact steps that I went through. And if you're ready, you need some handholding, you want the exact steps, come and join us inside of Sales Mastery Society, salesmasterysociety.com. Uh, the doors right now are still closed, but if you want to go and take a sneak peek, um, as soon as the doors open, you'll you'll be the first to know. So grab your seat today, salesmasterysociety.com. And if you're trying to figure out your low high path, there's one other resource that I'm going to recommend for you. It's my tiny products, big profits program, which walks you through exactly step-by-step how you move from tiny products that generate big profits into your high ticket offers, as well as what to do with those free things. Like, because too often I see people and their free stuff just isn't connected whatsoever. 
So if that's you right, right now, my friend, I'm going to encourage you to go down, take a look at the show notes and grab your tiny products, big profits, um, opportunity as well. So tinyproductsbigprofits.com. Thank you so much. And we will see you over in the next show. Talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. Be sure to let me know what you think by leaving a review so I know how best to serve you. If you're enjoying this show, don't forget to share and hit subscribe so you know when the next show is up. See you next time. Thank you.